0: Hi, you're listening to Dear Future Grandkids. I'm in Hong Kong. I'll be joined by Jen in Singapore and Percy in the Philippines. We love the show today. It's a fascinating former Miss Thailand world, now a movie, film actress, and activist, and someone with some surprising talents and weird habits that we're gonna hear about. And if you want to see the color-coded books that she mentions on video, head to the Idea First Company YouTube or Facebook page. Let's start the show.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Jen in Singapore and that's Andrew in Hong Kong and of course that's Percy in the Philippines. This is the show where we ask the interesting guests the big question. What would you say to your future grandkids?
0: First of all, thank you Percy for joining us because seconds before we went live, Percy had a big power cut.
2: I'll
3: keep you on your toes, that's what I do. Alright, today, we're building a video time capsule for someone who first stepped into the spotlight when she was crowned Miss Thailand World in 1996. Since then, she's been a top runway and print model for over three decades. She was known as a VJ for Channel V and as the host of Asia's Next Top Model. She acted in numerous Thai series and international feature films. And if that wasn't enough, she's also an author and an activist. She founded the "Don't Tell Me How to Dress" movement against gender-based violence. Let's welcome Cindy Bishop.
2: Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, Cindy. Thank How are you? What a welcome! I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm really excited to be on this show.
3: Yeah, you've been very busy. Just reading your bio makes us makes <laughs> us look really, really lazy.
2: <laughs> I'm an over overachiever. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're thank right. you.
3: Cindy, the name of our show is Dear Future Grandkids. Do you imagine yourself as a grandmother?
2: I do. I imagine myself as a really fun grandma (laughs) that I can spoil all the kids and then throw them back um, at my kids later on.
0: So, Cindy, we're going to first try and get to know you a bit better with our quick follow facts. In three words, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling balanced. I'm feeling excited and
2: I'm Feeling, I'm feeling happy. Oh,
0: feeling pretty happy. That's a, yeah,
2: it's a nice combo. <laughs>
0: uh, where yeah. were you born?
2: I was born here in Bangkok, actually, just down the road. Um, <laughs> um, but I I was born in Bangkok, but then I within two weeks I moved. My mom took me back home, which is Pattaya, and I grew up in Pattaya, which is a beach resort not far from Bangkok. That's where oh. I grew up. Yeah, I moved back to Bangkok when I was 13 to finish high school, and then I just. <laughs> I
0: never left. Wow, full circle. The first movie you saw?
2: Oh gosh, I don't know if it was a movie. I, I think it was probably a video of a Swan Lake performance. But um, my dad did have record players, <laughs> oh, <laughs> remember what those? Was, what was the first record you bought? I didn't buy a record, I bought a cassette tape because I was an 80s kid. I don't remember, it was one of either Paula Abdul
0: or Bananarama. <laughs> Does anybody know who they
2: are?
3: Oh, oh yeah, we do.
0: First job you remember wanting when you were a kid? I wanted to be a marine biologist because I grew
2: up diving. My dad opened a dive shop, and I was literally diving with him since I was five. So after I watched the movie Medicine Man with Sean Connery, I had uh, fantasies of, of living in the, the jungle and finding medicine from, like, plants and animals, and then I realized I would have a phobia of worms and insects, so then I was like, meh, I can't do that. that. <laughs> <No laughs> <wrong." laughs>
3: <laughs> Cindy, how about uh, movies and TV shows is there anything anything that you can quote from the most
2: yeah it would be the older movies like Me Lady was my absolute oh. favorite I would watch that just over I pretty much knew the whole movie by by heart um especially all the songs so like the rain in Spain they oh, there you me play and all that stuff I love Audrey Hepburn. I think she was my icon and still is for for many things yeah
3: She is an icon I thought you' were gonna say Gossip Girl
2: <laughs> uh, that's Lily, a little bit more, Lily, recent.
3: particularly
2: Lily, yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did play Lily Vanderwoodson actually in uh, Gossip Girl Thailand. So uh, the quotes were in a different language. I don't know if that counts.
3: <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it was still fabulous because Lily's such a fabulous character. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm fanboying and fanboying. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from a house or a car, what's the most expensive thing you've ever bought?
2: Uh, probably mm-hmm. my like jewelry, my necklaces or something like that. Yeah, not, I don't good. buy too many that's expensive good. things actually. I live a really glamorous life. I get put into very glamorous things, but the most expensive things are mostly towards like family and things like that.
3: Spend it all on memories, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. If we had a choice between buying something and going on vacation, vacation for sure with the
3: kids. What gets you up in the morning, Cindy?
2: The kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love the
2: way you answer it. Okay. Oh, I'm actually a morning person, so I do my best thinking in the morning. Literally the first thing that pops into my head is, Okay, what am I doing? So I'm I'm happy to be up. I'm I'm the one making sure they have breakfast, getting them taking them to school in the mornings, and then we kinda switched off. Myron takes the night shift.
1: <laughs> but do you have any sort of strange habits or rituals? <laughs>
2: How much time do we have? <laughs> all the time that's in the so world. world.
3: Yeah, all the time in the world. This um, is all down.
2: I have this, I'm like really OCD about labels. So if I buy a book and there's a label, that's the first thing that comes on. Like literally before I even put it in the bag. Or a pen with a label drives me crazy. I'm the girl that if you're like, and we're at the bar and having drinks, I'll be the one like <laughs> try to take the label off the beer bottle or something like that. Yeah, I don't know why it bugs me so much. I like things smooth. Also, crooked ki- pictures.
1: Oh, yes. Agree with you 100%. Yeah. But
2: that's really weird because if you look at my desk, it's complete mess. But I did read that that's a sign of a perfectionist because it's all or nothing. And if I can control this and make it perfect, then it's like, okay. But if I can't even get to perfection in one go with something, it just stays like that. So it's really, it's a really weird contrast.
1: And looking at your career it's almost like perfection what would you want to be a model an actress a host and an advocate
2: i think the modeling and the performing i didn't know it at the time but it was something that i loved to do i'm an only child and i grew up with older parents my mom had me when she was in her like late 30s and my dad was in his late 40s so i did have a lot of kids around me growing up so and i loved watching you know singing in the rain like all those musicals so i would um put on mini fashion shows for my parents every night at dinner, I would do theater, dancing theater for them, do my own fashion shows, I'd get my mom's two of her like elastic skirts and I would go and change it up and, and come out with like 15 different outfits. So when I had an opportunity, I think the first thing was like a, a fashion show in a mall in Patio when I was like eight or something like that. My first commercial actually was a, a, a commercial from Mitsubishi television and they needed someone who could dive because you ha- I was literally under the sea and I had to take a breath and then just swim past the camera with my eyes open underwater. It was a very technical thing so they needed someone who could do that. So wow. Then I actually entered the modeling industry as an underwater talent. So any job or commercial that required underwater ballet or you know Anything swimming-related,
0: w- I was the go-to girl. Wow, well, let that be a lesson for anyone who wants to get into modeling. Add underwater diving to your <laughs> <underwater> <laughs> uh, yeah. diving. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Have a unique
2: selling point, I think, is always a good thing. you got to make yourself stand out somehow.
0: That's such yeah. good advice because people often try and be someone else. Yeah, so, and if I, you're doing
2: everything that everyone else is doing, you're not going to be memorable.
0: It's good advice. I
1: agree. Get your diving license, that helps in your career. <laughs>
0: Right <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cindy. What we want you to do now is to pick up your computer, and we okay. want you to show us something that has sentimental meaning for you in your house. Okay,
2: let's see. Oh, this is my bookshelf. Oh, That's... what is so neat? Can did anybody you... else notice
1: the
3: color-coded books there?
2: Yeah, there's lots of different things I've collected over the years. I've got my. Japanese kokeshi dolls. This is my kind of tie to Japan, because Byron, my husband, is half Japanese. And so it's just a little sliver of Japan here. I'm only showing you my bookshelf and not showing you my desk, because that's a whole nother <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: There must be something that's imperfect. There must be. But now we just wanted to ask you more about um, your family, and we know that you have a, a wonderful husband and two kids. Can you tell us a little bit about them?
2: Yes, so my husband is Byron. He's um, Japanese-American. We've actually been friends forever. And then we've been together actually now. It's our 23rd year. So we were dating for seven years. We've been married for 15. And we've since had two kids. They're amazing. Layla's 11 now and Aiden's 8. Trying to do this whole parent thing as best we can. But yeah, we're we're having a ball.
1: Can you tell us more about your parents?
2: Yeah, so my dad is American. He actually moved to Thailand. He was in charge of putting radar, radio line, all across Greenland and, and Russia area. So then he moved to Thailand and took up a job in the electrics company. Then he got bored of that and then decided he's going to write to Patty, mail order a dive kit from Patty from the US, teach himself how to dive, literally on the beach of Padia and set up the first dive shop in Thailand in 1970. Whoa, um, that's so cool. the sense of adventure and just going for it i get that from my dad because it was literally just like what you're gonna what he's the pioneer of diving in in thailand so he was a, a very stubborn man but i get my work ethic and my just go for it attitude from him my mom is half english quarter indian and quarter thai mix she's got a whole amazing story as well but basically She ended up in Thailand, was the secretary of my father's boss and that's how they fell in love and she's been a force in my life like no other, like she's my best friend. We talk about everything.
1: Can you tell us a little bit then about your grandparents?
2: The only grandparent I really remember and actually bonded with was my mother's mother. She lived in Australia so we would go visit her in Perth but she she got dementia when I was about seven or eight. And so the last few years, I remember just, it was tough.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that, Cindy. It's, uh, you can tell there's a lot of love in your family.
2: You know, every family still has issues, and it was not the perfect family. But one thing that both my mom and dad did for me was make sure that I was completely secure, knew that I was loved, and that's something that I, I have with me every day, you know. That's kind of what inspiring me to continue what I'm doing now is because it's so important to instill that, it doesn't matter how much, how many grades your kids get, or like how great they are, like all the accolades, children need to feel loved and safe. Then they can conquer the world.
3: Cindy, I've got a question for you. What would you tell your, your future grandkids about your family if you were to describe, describe your family to them?
2: I, I would tell my future grandkids, first and foremost, they come from a long line of kick-ass, strong, independent women. It really is important in so many ways, right? For my daughter, my granddaughter, if she's a daughter, to know that she's a woman and she can do anything and she has equal opportunities and every right to be safe and to live her highest potential, right? If my grandchild is a boy, to also know that and that he is a result of my grandmother, my mom, me, and my daughter. You know, we're at a stage where there's lots of things happening, there's lots of change happening in the world, can get quite crazy and overwhelming, and just realizing that, hey, you've got to go back to the important stuff. And, I, and we talk to our kids like this every day.
3: And You know what? Uh, just, just hearing you describe your mother taking care of your grandmother when she had dementia, I mean, that's something that I can relate to because my mother had Alzheimer's as well. And it, it really does take a lot of love to take care of a family member who's stricken by dementia. So I can, I can picture that in your family. It is about love. Percy's
0: oh. directorial debut feature film convention.
3: <sighs> that's why I can relate to it. I, I just yeah. channeled it all into a horror film, but it's a very, you know, it's a very personal. Yeah, uh, it's, it's
2: hard to see the people you love deteriorate. But uh-huh. it, that's life. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: That's life. Cindy, what we want you to do now is get your phone. You've got okay. your phone there with you. And I do. We need you to leave a meaningful voice message to someone in your life, it can be anyone.
2: Okay, And you don't have to tell us who. Right now? Yeah, yeah do it. Yes. Okay, here we go. Hi, um, I know this may sound kind of out of the blue uh, but I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate everything that you do. It can get really crazy and I'm always busy and I know we're just running around trying to just catch up with everything but I don't think I tell you enough that I really am grateful for you. That's all. Just wanted to drop in to say I appreciate you and that I love you. Bye.
0: Aww, okay. You.
2: You, know you know what? We don't do that enough.
1: Um, Cindy, <laughs> you know, you've got an amazing career. You wear a lot of different hats. Do you think you've achieved most of your goals?
2: You know what? I Yes. I mean, I, I, I have to say I'm quite happy with where I am. Um, I, I feel that my life has come to a point where I'm, first of all, I'm extremely happy and, and settled in my family life. My, you know, my husband, my kids, that's amazing. In terms of career and purpose, I think I've achieved a lot and I'm very grateful for where I am. I'm grateful for the platform that I have now. So right now I'm, I'm in the process of, okay, hey, now what do we do? Now what's the next step for me? And so there are still lots of goals but they keep changing, they keep being refocused. And so that's where I've always been very open to new opportunities, new learning, and new ways to use what I've learned. Because otherwise you get stuck, oh, that's my goal. Yeah. And then sometimes you get there and you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't my goal, maybe this was my goal. Um, but I think if you just leave with intention and you leave with what really feels right, and is better for everyone else then i think that's that's a good kind of compass to have um, so I'm, i think i'm on my way
1: absolutely so now we're going to just um dive into the future and uh, what advice would 80 cindy give to cindy right now
2: she'd probably say don't sweat the small stuff and like just chill a little bit more because i tend to get too caught up doing so many things at once and i probably should not if I even have half a day where I'm not doing anything, that I'm like, yeah. so I think just probably maybe chill out a little bit more, enjoy the enjoy the process.
3: Okay, well, Cindy, I'll ask you a, que- a few questions. Um, what keeps you up at night?
2: The same thing that wakes me up in the morning. The kids- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love that answer. It worked for every question.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Every parent has the same fears, right? Like, oh my god, am I doing this right? You always fall into the comparison trap. As much as I tell people don't do it, it's inevitable because you see their friends doing something else or taking this course or doing that, you know, and you're you're always like, could they be doing more? So I'm, me personally as well, making sure that all their needs are met and that they're on their way to, to becoming awesome. That keeps me up at night, I think, like every single parent on this planet.
3: <laughs> the fact that you that you even think that way, I'm going to add amazing mother as well. So, amazing actress, oh, amazing... That's amazing my biggest role.
2: My biggest role.
3: Uh, what character traits do you have that you think made you so successful?
2: Stubbornness. <laughs> Tenacity, <laughs> I
0: guess.
2: I'm creative. I love to create. I've just realized I like to make things and think of ideas. And I'm not the best business person. In fact, I really suck at it. But I love to come up with ideas and collaborate. You've got to know where your strengths are. And I am... I'm, I'm resilient like to think i'm resilient <laughs> I i'll probably kick up a fuss first and then i'll find another way to do it and i get that from my parents
3: no and and also from what you described i think you're the kind that just dives in i mean of course literally yeah. <laughs> when you're
2: young know, in literally yeah. but to a fault though and that's why i think my the, our marriage with byron works so well because he is complete opposite of me i'm the one that's like oh my god this is a great idea let's do this now And he's like whoa hold on Let's think about it. One, two, three. And we. It, sometimes we're like, butting heads. But in the end, we find a way that works.
3: You're the passionate one.
2: I am the passionate one. <laughs>
3: yeah. When in your life were you, I mean, you've done so much, but when in your life do you think you were the happiest?
2: Were? I'm now.
0: Yeah. Now.
2: Now. now. Wow. For sure. Okay. For sure. And you know what? I'm, I'm 42. I just turned 42. I still feel really young (laughs) and I think most of us at our age still like we don't feel what other people think 42 or maybe young people feel like 42 is and I think in the industry that I'm at and I've gotten this a lot like there's people sometimes when they don't like me or they don't agree with something I've done on a show or you know they just want to see if they can get to me they'll comment stuff like oh you old hag (laughs) and I crack up because I'm like is that supposed to be a comment because it's like I feel the happiest the most fulfilled the most confident and the most beautiful right now for women especially embrace your age embrace the journey embrace who you are now because you are the best version in this moment so I'm I'm happy right now
0: (laughs) Cindy it's so refreshing to hear that especially as you know you started out as a model and I've had a model come to me once, really, really stressed about her career. And she said, my life as a model is going to be over because I'm 27 years old, she oh, said God. to me. What yeah. would you tell her?
2: I would tell her, no, those those days are over. You know, We are now in a world where you can reinvent yourself literally all the time. Yes, the modeling world, they still value the, the young ones, the skinny ones. You know, and we're hoping that that changes. But... There's so much more room, there's so many more um, opportunities now than there was. Plus size, different skin colors, androgynous, like you don't, you know, there's one girl um, I follow, she's trans, Hunter Schaefer, and she's just stunning. She's able to just break all those boundaries. So take advantage of all the tools that we have now, and don't put yourself in a box, there's no time for boxes. We can be and explore and experience everything.
3: There's a question from a a viewer. Maan Bailon has a question for you, Cindy. At your age now, what are the things that you haven't done yet and that you want to do?
2: I want to write a book. I've written a children's book about um, body autonomy and good touch, bad touch, and all that's part of my advocacy. But perhaps in the next 10 years, writing something that will be interesting and I'll value Man,
3: Looking forward to that. And um, you've got a lot of fans also looking forward to your F4 Thailand series
2: oh yes
3: got a few here already are commenting oh. yeah.
2: hi yes it's very exciting there's a lot of people waiting and i can't wow. tell you much so
0: i get in trouble
3: oh no spoilers
0: <laughs> we have another question for you cindy um do you have a pointless skill i do
2: have a pointless skill and i only recently <laughs> discovered it because my what? daughter did it and i was like oh i wonder if i can do that so basically um I can move my eyeballs independently of each other, like this. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> creepy and weird. All right.
3: Okay. Okay. Everyone's I see like, that, "See that? And see? And see?"
0: Yeah. My, eyes, god, my eyes. Can you just imagine the screenshots now? And- I'm trying to think of some reason <laughs> that you might have to use that. The point
2: is to freak people out.
3: And you're very successful oh, in that no too. You're successful at everything, including freaking us out.
0: <laughs> 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 so tell us, Cindy, what are you surprisingly brave about? I'm
2: really brave when it when it comes to challenges. Like if people challenge me, it's really hard for me to back down. I hate heights. You know like those skywalks that are acrylic and you can yeah. see through? Oh, or like yeah. those glass blocks? It's like, why? Why make a floor that you can see through? I don't get that. In the last season of Asia's Next Top Model, I had to do a vertical catwalk where they strapped me in a harness off the top of a eight-story building. And then wow. I had to do a catwalk down the side of the building. I was asking the girls to do it, but I was like, I can't ask them to do it unless I've, I've done it and, like, experience exactly what. So then I can judge, you know, their performance. That was the scariest thing I've ever had to do in my life.
0: How would you like to be remembered? We're all about legacy on this show.
2: I would like to be remembered as someone who didn't waste the opportunity to do something. You know, in the modeling actress world, yeah, I'd like to be remembered as a, a supermodel, I suppose. But more important than that, I think what I'm doing with Don't Tell Me How to Dress, my advocacy work. I'm I'm now a recently appointed UN Women Goodwill Ambassador to Asia and the Pacific, wow. which is like, oh God. Wow. okay I'm hoping that that can serve in some way and we can really start to shift this mindset that women and girls are somehow less than boys that the, what we're wearing is a, an excuse for your sexual assault and harassment so that's kind of where I'm hoping that my voice will be remembered
1: and we're so happy that you spent time with us today to make this video time capsule and as we're closing the show as we close the lid and we want to get you to send a message to your audience future grandkids, what would you say to them?
2: I would say don't be so worried about what people think of you and know that you have everything in you to be who you want to be and just trust your instincts. That's the most important thing. You go with your gut because everything is aligned for you. Don't worry too much about what other people think.
3: Cindy, thank you very much for being on the show i mean i for one this is the first time we met and uh, you really are amazing and you're such an inspiration i love i love when you said that you, you, you want to be remembered as a person who did not waste opportunities and that's inspiring to me thank you so much for that
2: thank you guys thank you so much this was amazing um and uh yeah i'll be catching all the other episodes as well uh
3: And thank you everyone who watched today on YouTube and on Facebook. Thank you for spending the morning with us and we'll see you next
1: time. And thank you for watching Dear Future Brand Kids. I'm Jen in Singapore. That's Percy in the Philippines. That's Angie in Hong Kong. And that's our very lovely, amazing guest, Cindy from Bangkok, Thailand. Thank you all for watching. Take care and we'll see you the next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you, Cindy Bishop, for being a great guest. Shirtless Pinoy on our YouTube commented, wow, superwoman Cindy Bishop, and she certainly is. Thanks for that, Shirtless Pinoy. Thanks everyone for your comments, in fact. We read them all, so keep them coming in. And as a reminder, this is the podcast version of a live show that we do on Facebook and YouTube. To check out Cindy's weird and wonderful eyeballs, yes, eyeballs, take a look at the Idea First Company's Facebook or YouTube channel and search for Dear Future Grandkids, episode number three. And check out the Idea First Company's Instagram page for news on upcoming guests, behind-the-scenes footage, and special highlights. Meanwhile, we hope you're building a legacy for your future grandkids. We'll see you next time.